What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Chloe and Lois podcast. And I am so pumped to have Lori Lombardi with us today on the Chloe and Lois podcast. Lori is the owner of Little Arches Beauty Studio in Hopewell Junction, New York. She specializes in lashes, brows, and makeup artistry and runs a home-based business that focuses on making women look and feel their best in everyday life. So Lori walked me through my first ever lash and henna brow experience, and it was awesome. She's got me hooked, and she's really a pro at her craft. So I just wanted to bring her on so we can chit-chat. So welcome to the podcast, Lori. Hi. How I'm you so doing? Excited. I'm so honored. You look great, looking oh, great in quarantine, looking good, Ooh. girl. Here we are. Here we are. We are living. So, so I think, <laughs> it's all we can do at this point. Right. So, um, all right. So let's start off by telling everyone a little bit about yourself. Talk, talk us up. Talk us up. Hi, guys. My name is Lori. Um, I'm from, I'm actually from Lower Westchester, Yonkers area. My whole family is from the Yon- Yonkers and the Bronx. The um, Bronx, so the BX. The Bronx. I'm not from uh, Dutchess County, so it's still new for me. Um, I am, as Brooke said, I'm the owner of Little Arches Beauty Studio. It is a home-based studio so that I just walk three feet to my office every day. Voila. (laughs) Voila. Um, I am a dog lover. I have two dogs. That's why we get along so well. Yes. We love the dogs. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm living right now. That's about it. Just living, <laughs> just living. So, okay. So I'm curious to know, because I, I'm, I'm not sure at this point. So what did you do before you broke into the beauty, like the beauty industry? I can't talk. Um, like what is the backstory of Lori pre Little Arches? So pre Little Arches, I... Um, I grew up in Cortland Manor area, went to high school there. I went to Hen Hood. Um, and I, when I was a senior in high school, I did the culinary BOCES program. Mm -hmm. And I was fortunate enough to do two years in one year. So I did two years of curriculum all in one and finished, uh, pretty quickly. And then I went to Westchester Community College and did, um, their culinary program. And with, Basically, I wanted to be a pastry chef. That's what my end goal was. And I, thinking about it now, I would probably have a home-based business as well with that if I continued on that path. Um, got accepted to the Culinary Institute of America, had my interview, had my portfolio and everything, and then one day just woke up and said, something doesn't feel right with what I'm doing, and I need to take a step back and just look at everything and find a new perspective and figure out exactly what I want to do. So I was probably 22 at the time, took a couple of years to kind of just work. I was working at Barnes and Noble in the cafe, uh, just working and trying to figure it out. And when I was 25, so it was almost three years. Then I kind of, my mom just looked at me and she said, why don't you do hair or something like that? And I didn't really want to do hair but then I thought, well, skin. So I went and um, toured Capri Cosmetology Learning Center in Newburgh and kind of took interest in their aesthetics program. And that's basically where that all started. 
I think that's awesome that at that young age you you felt that something didn't feel right. Because mm-hmm. me personally, I learned that much later in life. I'm 34 years old and I probably learned that something didn't feel right in my, you know, my my career, so to speak, or the career path that I wanted to be on but was failing to really be on and advance in. Um, I didn't learn that until like 32. <laughs> so I think that's awesome that you learned that at a very, very young age. So are you still baking today? I do enjoy it. I don't, obviously with the business, I don't get as much time as I want to be able to do all the things that I love to do. But um, my big thing is we were talking about La Mini Macaron before. I actually really love baking French macarons. So that's one of my favorite things to do. So if I have the time, I will do that. And they're super like labor intensive though, right? They're not really labor intensive. They're just temperamental. So you have to have the air conditioning has to be like, there's got to be like zero humidity in the house. Like it's just kind of hard to make it work usually, but the actual recipe and stuff like that, not hard at all. Got it. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. So that's like a huge transition from aspiring to be a pastry chef to working in the beauty industry. I mean, I guess like... You know, if you look at me, I worked in sales in the produce and the consumer packaged goods industry, and now I'm in jewelry, Um, which, you know, sales is sales. But I mean, that's like a a really big jump for you. So to go from cooking to, you know, the beauty industry, that's a big transition. Like how, how did you feel making that transition? Was it tough for you personally to, to do the leap from one, you know, one path to the other? I think once I figured it out, it was a pretty natural decision for myself. Um, I think because I was young, I did have the luxury of time and yep. I could figure it out. Whereas, I mean, I'm a big believer in you're never too old to make a change and, you know, to work things out and figure out what path to go down. I, I'm a big believer in you control everything that happens in your life. So um, once I figured out that's what I wanted to do, it was a pretty easy decision. Um, it was a, even after I had made that decision, it did take forever to get it right, obviously. And I was very serious about each step that I took had to, you know, move me forward and not necessarily move me laterally or, you know, that whole thing about taking two steps forward and three steps back. Like I was yep. not about that. I just wanted every decision that I made to be purposeful and um, to take me somewhere. So I ended up from graduating school at Capri. I um, worked at a small boutique spa for a couple of years. I did makeup there. I did a lot of facials and waxing and stuff like that. Um, But it eventually, I wasn't able to build a clientele. So then Ulta presented itself to me and I jumped at the opportunity and worked there for five years and built a ginormous clientele that would eventually take me to where I am today. That's awesome. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that really is. It's awesome. So, so you recently opened little arches. When, when did you launch like fairly recently, right? Yeah, it's been six months. So I launched uh, October 2nd. 2019 sweet yeah I took I left Ulta on September 29th I took two days to 
get my nails done and <laughs> just, you know, figure it out. And I launched a couple days later and it was the scariest thing ever, but I had to literally get out of my, I say this all the time. I had to get out of my own way. I yep. was so petrified to do anything and, you know, thinking about the what ifs and, oh my God, is this going to work? Am I going to be able to make money? And within that first week, I quadrupled my income and I didn't even work a full week that first week. It just happened. And it, you know, I woke up, you know, the next week and I said, you're going to do okay. You'll be fine. Yep. So, I mean, I, I, so. do you still have to tell yourself that? I mean, you know, we're obviously in a unique situation right now with everything going on with COVID, but I find for me personally, you know, if I have a, a day where I don't get any sales, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, what's going on? Like, this was a mistake. Like, I need to go on like Indeed and I got to get myself back out there and I got to go get a suit and I need to like brush up on my interview skills and your girl needs to get a job. But yeah. then I'm like, no. And then like the next day it's like gangbusters. And then you're like, yeah, like I know what I'm doing. So yeah. I'm like, I'm riding this. Yes. This roller coaster consistently. And I think that a lot of us that own small businesses own, you know, we're, we're totally on this like little messed up roller coaster together where we're like, this is great. This is terrible. This is great. Yeah. This is the worst it's ever been. I needed a break. No, yeah. I don't. I need to work. <laughs> yep. 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 So, so I guess that leads me into my next question. And, you know, I asked this um, when I had Allison on the show because, and I, I feel the need to ask this question because I felt like I experienced this personally, but did you experience any sort of turning point in your corporate job, whether, you know, that would probably be Ulta at this point that led you to make the jump at being a full-time business owner? Like, was there a, a pivotal moment for you that was like, okay, I got to get TF out of here. Um, I feel, well, I had, when I got the job at the small spa right after school, I had really made the decision for myself that I would be a business owner someday. Like I knew a long time ago. Um, but you know, they put experience on everything. They're like, Oh, you got to work a million jobs to be able to do and all this stuff. And when I was at Barnes and Noble, I was constantly being told that I was too nice to be a manager. So no matter where I was, there was no growth and I just couldn't make it work. So I think when I was at Ulta for the five years, the whole time was the end result of this is you're going to own your own business and you're going to be able to do it on your own. And, um, I don't think at Ulta particularly there was any type of particular moment, but I think Ulta as a whole was a moment for me where it was just like, you're here to work your ass up, to build up a clientele and to make sure that when you decide this is it, this is the time you'll be good to go. Yeah. So that was like, that was like your schooling, so to yes. speak. Right. But yes. the, the silver lining with all that is you got paid for that. Whether, you know, if you go to a regular school, you're going to pay to go to that school. So that's right. like real life experience right there that you were fortunate enough to get paid to build up your clientele to kind of pull that business away to advance you know and set yourself on that path to yes. success that you otherwise yeah. wouldn't get in the corporate world 
No, so. and I'm a big I'm a big believer in we're never gonna stop learning. This is you know every day for me. Yep. I try to make sure I learn something new, whether it's about myself, whether it's about the world, whether it's about my business, whether it's about my friends or my family. We have to pay attention and um, just kind of figure it out as we go along. Um, yeah, but Ulta was like a huge learning experience for me. And it was, for me, I did treat it more like, okay, this is a big, big part of your education. You just may not realize it right now. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was fi- it was five years and it didn't feel that long. And then sometimes it did. Sometimes it did feel long, yep. you know? Yeah, I'm a firm believer that it's like I I try to look for the reason in everything. And I don't know if that's a fault or a good thing, but it's like I always try to think like there's a reason. Excuse me. There's a reason that this is happening right now or there's a reason that this happened the way that it did. And I, you know, me personally... I'm always like looking for those little signs, mm-hmm. you know, whether it would be a rough patch that I hit where it's like, you know, with my previous job, like something happened that really upset me. And it's like, well, you know what? That just gave me tougher skin to push forward and fight for what I really want and build what I really want. And that's like, you know, the common theme that I'm seeing with a lot of, you know, female business owners that I talk to is they're all women that want more for their lives. So they're taking the reins and they're going out and making it happen rather than waiting for it to happen to them. Yep. 100%. Yeah. So that's awesome. I think there's a lot to be said, you know, a lot of courage goes into doing, you know, doing the small business thing and, and taking your destiny into your own hands. So, okay. So, Right now in New York, um, so just about all service-based businesses that are not deemed essential are closed due to COVID. Um, Now, I know that this is a sensitive topic because small businesses are taking a major hit, right? And you had just launched. So, you know, this has to be super tough for you right now. But, and while I had expressed to you that I didn't want to turn this into like the COVID podcast, (laughs) the COVID Chloe and Lois podcast... Um, you know, I, I do think that it's an important topic to address because in my opinion, so those who had the courage to go out and start a business on their own, you know, they really have the skills to weather the storm that we're in right now. And I think that, you know, it's super easy to sit around and wallow in despair and, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm just interested in learning some ways that you're staying focused on your business and keeping your head in the game during this pandemic where you're not allowed to be working per the government's request. So, you know, what are some ways that you are staying focused right now? Um, Personally, for me, continuing education is very important. And I think with the beauty industry in as a whole, we have to focus on that. And during this time. I'm so grateful for companies out there that are discounting online classes and courses and, you know, you can get little certificates and stuff like that. And you're just, you know, laying in bed with a cup of tea, just watching these courses and learning a little bit more. Um, So I've been doing a lot of that. And I've been, you know, little projects around the house. I painted the studio. We're going to, you know, decorate it a little bit better. Um, Just kind of every day waking up and being like, okay, what else can I do? 
um, rather than sitting on the couch watching the news and really, you know, focusing on the negative, we have to focus on the positive. And I'm not the most positive person. I really am not. I have to force myself to be positive. I really do. Um, but yeah, and I've been working out a lot, which, you know, something to be said about, you know, getting up and doing a workout, you feel so much better about life and about yourself and all that stuff. But everyone has to each his own. Everyone has their own way of coping. Yeah. Um, I'm a big believer in listen to your body, your body and your mind will tell you exactly what you need to do to make yourself feel a little bit more at ease. So it's, you know, an anxiety ridden time. I think all of us are just going with the flow as best as we can, but yeah, pretty much just working out for 16 hours a day. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be ripped when you're done. <laughs> That's my stepbrother. My stepbrother is a personal trainer, and he comes over every day. And I said, I want to be like those people that go to prison and come out like super jacked. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and that's funny because it, I was thinking about that the other day. I went on uh, Facebook, and someone posted a meme that said, "Good morning, fellow prisoners." And I was like, "Yeah, we're all like gonna have this like." after covid glow up like we're gonna be ripped we're gonna be in the best shape we've ever been because we've been working out you know hour two hours a day just to like cure the boredom yeah but i've been just trying to stay disciplined like you know i I was in a funk at the beginning of all this and i was just kind of like you know there's so much uncertainty going around and you never know what to believe with the media media tells you one thing and then it's like you see another thing being you know put out there on social media and it's like what do i believe and it's just it's confusing and you want to stay in the know and you want to make sure that you are you know, in the loop with what's going on so you can protect, like, you know, I have an an older father and, you know, my mother's in her 60s, so I worry about them, so I'm stepping up to the plate to take care of them, but it's so easy to let the anxiety just take over you, like, I let it consume me at the beginning, but then I kind of step back and I'm like, no, Brooke, like, you have to get into a regimen, you know, you have to have a little bit more structure and I've always been very structured, but I think that everything that's going on, like I said, it just consumed me. So I'm like, I need to snap out of this. I need to make sure I give myself an hour a day to work out. So I make sure and now I'm running. Like, who am I? I'm running. Like I'm running down the road. <laughs> and, and that's because I don't have a bike, a spin bike or a regular bike. Or a treadmill. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to run down the road and then come back and do an at-home workout. Yep. And it's been awesome just seeing how everyone adapts to this. Like, you know, I go to Wheelhouse in Poughkeepsie and now they're doing online online workouts. So we're like still together and that gives you a sense of normalcy to a degree because you can see everybody, you know, on Zoom working out together. And it's like, okay, well, we're all in this together. You know, which is, which is nice. And even talking to you now and seeing you, we're on FaceTime right now. It's, it's nice because you're in your studio. I'm in my office. Here we are. We're all going through this crap together. So we will get through it. We will, we will. But I love, you know, how you're pivoting. I think that's awesome. Um, Yeah. You know, you're not letting the fear and the anxiety kind of wash over you. You're just staying positive and, 
you're putting the time in now to do things that are going to better your business down the road. And I think that's awesome. So kudos right. to you for that. So, okay. So let's talk beauty. Okay. So I'm the kind of gal, I get my hair done. I get my nails done. And, mm-hmm. and Lori did my lashes, which I'm obsessed with. I'm, I'm like so missing them. And I'm so bummed because I was going to come this month and get them done. But now that's not going to happen. But, um, you know, we're all beautiful in our own way. You know, everyone is. But, you know, we'll never deny a little enhancement that just makes us feel extra good about ourselves. And I think that right now, since all of us women are on lockdown, I think that, you know, not having these little enhancements that make you feel good is going to be, it's going to be tough for some people. Yeah. Um, so when you can't go and get your glow up through your nails, your hair salon or your lash salon. So what are some beauty tips you have for people so they can feel their best, you know, sans these special little glow up appointments? I would say find something that you want to um, enhance. Like, I'm a big skincare person. I actually don't wear a lot of makeup. Yep. Um, So I've been focusing on personally my skincare. And I have a very um, simple but effective routine. Now's the time to change up your skincare routine and to do a little bit more research about what could work for you. Yep. Uh, You could... What I always say to people is you could have... Um, the same skin on paper as your neighbor, Sally, but things could work very differently for you. So take advice, skincare advice with, you know, like a grain of, as a grain of salt, basically, because everybody reacts differently to things. Um, but now's the time to play around and just, you know, find a new foundation or base routine that you want to try and see if you like it, see how it wears throughout the day. Um, now is the time to grow out your brows. My brows look awful right now because I am growing them out in solidarity with all my clients that are unable to get them done right now. <laughs> We're all in this together. <laughs> As I'm, I cover them like this, it's terrible. Um, but yeah, like now is just the time to just focus on how things make you feel rather than how they make you look, you know, because from the inside out, that's what I say. Yeah. It's the most important thing, so... Um, just, yeah, I don't know. We talked about this last time I was in. (laughs) What's that? Throw on some lip gloss. Yeah. Put a little brow gel on, maybe a little mascara. Let your skin breathe. It luckily, we've been pretty lucky with the weather. Like just go outside and enjoy feeling the grass on your feet. Get a little bit of sun. Yeah. Get a little bit of sun with your dog. Murphy loves to lay out in the sun. I'm like, I'm jealous of you. I know. I see your videos. He just lays, sunning himself like a pig. I love, I love him. He's so he's living his best life, and that's yes. you know it's funny that you mentioned the skincare thing. Is I know we talked about this last time I was in. I was getting my lashes filled. Um, I have been such a big fan of skincare um, <clears throat> as of lately. Like my regimen is like a little crazy. 
to be honest with you. Like, I've been doing the masks. I'm, like, right now I'm stepping my game up a little bit more because now I'm home. So I'm doing, like, a drunk elephant peel on my skin. And I'm, like, I'm making note of all of, like, the treatments that I'm doing. Like, I'm doing a retinol. I'm doing a drunk elephant. I'm doing a hydrating mask. Like, I've got oils that I'm putting on. And, you know, I'm keeping my cuticles in check. And oh it's God. just, it's so crazy. Like, when you focus on your skincare and like really hone in on it like you glow like you really really glow and like this this is coming from someone probably I don't know two years ago I would just use a face wash and maybe a moisturizer and that's it I'm like oh no now we got serums and we Mm -hmm. got like facial oils eh? facial oils and eye creams and lip glosses and so what are some of like your favorite like, what are some of your favorite beauty products? Whether it be um, cleansing, cleansing stuff, moisturizers, serums. Like, do you have a particular line? Like, I'm one of those people that I have to have, like, the same brand. Oh, I'm, like, I'm weird like that. like that. No, I'm not. I use Kiehl's. I love their, their just normal facial cleanser. That's what I use. Um, I... Sunday Riley makes good jeans and the Luna oil. If I feel like my skin is just suffering a little bit, I'll use both of those at night underneath just um, a heavier moisturizer. Um, Right now I'm using the Kate Somerville Exfoliate Moisturizer, which I love. Um, And then I do facials in the studio. And one of my favorite things to do is the resurfacing facial because it helps smooth up texture of the skin and helps brighten and do all these wonderful, you know, cell turnover things. Um, the Ordinary brand that is sold at Ulta and Sephora makes a 30% AHA and BHA peel. And every two weeks I slap that bad boy on, leave yep. it on for 10 minutes, take it off, use like a heavy, heavy moisturizer and just let my skin soak that up and let it kind of restart and do its cell turnover so that the next day I wake up and I'm like, my skin looks brighter. My acne scars are starting to go away. It's like awesome. I love the Ordinary and they're super affordable. That peel is less than $10. Yeah, I've heard really, really good things about the Ordinary. I have like a... um a salicylic acid just for like when I break out here and there that I'll put on my face and it was really reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. And I've been using, um, I have not, these last two weeks, I have not been wearing makeup really at all. I think I went live last week and I put on makeup for the first time and I was like, this feels weird. Um, but I love the, um, the Giorgio Armani luminous silk foundation. I think that's for my skin. It's like perfect. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I don't use a lot of like, I don't really believe in primers necessarily. I don't believe in, um, like color correcting all the time. Like I think it's just too much. So I'm really very simple. I use a really good concealer foundation. I use a cream blush with a powder blush on top of it, fill in my brows, maybe some mascara if I don't have lashes on. And then that's pretty much it. Yeah. Makeup can get, makeup can get pretty crazy. You know, yeah. with the primers. You need an eye primer, a lip primer, a nose primer, a chin primer. It's like, no! <laughs> Stop trying to sell me stuff! <laughs> so much. I know. That's the thing. It's like, and I went to Ulta, and I, it's all 
sometimes it's very unnecessary and it's all about just making a sale and it, that just became so inorganic for me yeah so and that was also a, uh, now that I'm talking about it it's one of the reasons why I, I couldn't wait to leave because I couldn't wait to just focus on my craft and not feel like I need to sell people stuff all the time it was just really frustrating for me yeah the up, the upsell and like well why don't you buy this too it's like yeah. no just you just really need this that's all right. you need you this don't need to go crazy keep it simple. you gotta keep it simple people yeah I, I think that the silver lining in all of this for all of us ladies who love to prim and you know prim and pamper ourselves is like it's just a time to reset you know let those nails breathe like I had the dip powder on my nails for the longest time it's like I let my nails breathe for like a week removed everything and it's like I know my nails were thanking me you know and then the the less makeup it's like now your skin is breathing and it's like you know hair is growing like let's just let everything be for now but I'm gonna tell you you ladies are gonna be busy when all this blows over yeah it's gonna be nuts I'm not trying to focus on the fact that I'm not making money right now. It's not the point. We're basically, we pulled the plug on the earth. We're waiting 10 seconds and we're going to plug it back in and we're going to be okay. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how you, that's how you have to be. You have to be positive. So, okay. That's going to do it for us. Lori, thank you. Thank you so much for, t- for coming on and chit-chatting. And I'm going to, like, leave you on my speed dial. And we're going to FaceTime all the time through all this crap until I can see you in person. You can glam up my eyelashes and my eyebrows. and I can't wait. <laughs> give me my glow up. So you are so, so missed. And thank you so, so much for sitting down and hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. I feel honored. Oh, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning into the Chloe and Low podcast. Hit your girl up on IG at Chloe and Lois, and I will also leave Lori's info in the show notes. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye.